I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you know what? The British press will never forgive Harry for them stiffing his mother and them making racist insinuations about the love of his life and hounding him until he's had enough. They will never forgive him for that and quite not today, thank you, with Jake Yap. It's interesting, isn't it? You learn so much when you break up with someone. <laughs> Good decision, Hazmat. It has been quite astonishing, uh, the amount of quite disgusting vitriol uh, pouring out from the establishment at the decision that Harry and Meghan have taken. Uh, people unable to hear the froth at their own mouths. I mean, never mind the tabloid press who seem to think this is some sort of personal slight against them. Uh, listen to A.N. Wilson on the Today programme yesterday. She doesn't have a clue, nor does Prince Harry, who's thick as a plank. They don't have a Clue, uh, <laughs> oh, as, come on. No, 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 let's be honest about this. They don't have a clue about what was expected of them, and that's why they've had to go. And uh, although it's incredibly rude to announce their departure in this particular way, and we're told the Queen's terribly upset, etc., etc., it will be for the good. They're much better off going off to California or wherever they want to live. And, I mean, that's what the Queen is so good at. She's boring. And, 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 that, and that is, of course, what Kate is so good at. She is exactly. the perfect role. She's a Stepford wife, and that seems to be what we want. We're being very rude about these people. No, we're moment, not being we? rude. We're being Treating honest. like characters being, in a soap opera. We're being honest. And they, well, they are, are, a they soap are opera. characters in a soap opera. And they've made themselves characters in a soap opera. And she is actually, Megan, is a professional soap op- opera actress. Yes, and do you remember that time when she quit that soap opera because she didn't want to be in it anymore? A slightly less frothy a World at One yesterday is Peter Hunt. You have to assume that Harry and Meghan and their advisers were trying to bounce the institution and his grandmother into accepting that this was a fait accompli. I think when you strip it back, what's the core of what a member of the public might expect of their British royal family? It's to sort of rock up occasionally in Scunthorpe or Scarborough or whatever and open something, not to be monetizing their position in Africa, Asia or North America. To be fair to him, he was kind of doing a bit of a devil's advocate line, but it's interesting the dichotomy where uh, people have been sort of saying, well, all we're asking him to do is open a few things and at the same time saying, it's really important that they open a few things. I mean, is it trivial or is it not? Does it matter? Or does it? Anyway, here's my personal favourite from yesterday. Uh, it was Newsnight where Jamelia had to face historian Robert Lacey, who did some sensational privileged white mansplaining. Every single word that is used against Meghan Markle is steeped in racism. The social media discussion of Meghan Markle mm. is shamefully racist. And you don't but when you look at the newspapers, yeah. they're sensationalist, they're vulgar. I don't see racism there. But, but you, you don't necessarily, oh you necessarily see overt 
racism, but you but see something the, different. But, but this is the thing, overt racism is very different to covert racism, and this is exactly what that is. It's mainstream media, tabloid media. He really would like to see the evidence of that, even though it's staring him in the face. Uh, much speculation that uh, they'll pay rent to the Queen on Frogmore Cottage. Uh, does the Queen pay bedroom tax? Just wondering. Uh, Frogmore Cottage has come in for a lot of... That's been a hot topic, because £2.4 million was spent on the renovation of that. That, of course, was a, a one-off fee. I'm not saying it was OK, but I am saying that uh, you, the taxpayer, uh, do subsidised grouse farms and grouse shooting by £3 million a year. Uh, so uh, there's plenty of things to object to spending money on. Thank you very much indeed. I looked up the term forced labour last night. Uh, that's defined by the International Labour Organisation as all involuntary work or service exacted under the menace of a penalty. I feel like we're sort of seeing a penalty uh, being enacted right now, and I don't really see the difference. It's just that the uh, pay packet's a little bit better. Uh, the best thing, though, about Harry and Meghan and Megxit, yes, because it's all her fault, hate the woman, hate the woman, uh, is that Piers Morgan may actually explode. He wrote an article for the Mail Online yesterday, which opened with the line, who the F do they think they are? Uh, it's extraordinary. On it goes. Uh, he describes them as deluded clowns. He describes their statements as pom <laughs> well, hello there. And his main objection is that uh, he says they've laid down a new rule book for the media uh, because they don't want to take part in the royal rotor system anymore. If anyone ever rewrote rule books for the media, Piers, it's you. Piers Morgan, a man who literally falls to pieces when confronted by a vegan sausage roll or a school child politely asking for our generation to maybe stop with the aeroplane so much, or a young family asking for a bit of privacy while they get through those tricky early years of child raising, is increasingly resembling a fractious child with high anxiety falling to pieces because no, daddy, you put the spaghetti hoops too close to the toast and now they're touching! Let me be clear, a child in distress about that has a lot more issues going on than errant tomato sauce and needs to be listened to very carefully. Piers Morgan, though, does not need to be listened to at all. He has plenty of money to pay for a therapist to listen to him and find out what the hell was going on when he was a kid that he cannot handle the idea of living in a dynamic world where things change and people adapt and evolve. OK, Piers, here comes the aeroplane. No, Daddy, because the mashed potato is too lumpy and we should have blue passports and everybody in the world family has to be on the balcony and wave at me! Well, darling, some of them have decided they'd like to try living. No, the whole royal family has to be there because that's how it's always been and nothing was changed at their job! Well, darling, people do change jobs sometimes. Not the royal one! Are you saying you don't want to accord members of the royal family the basic human right of being allowed to change professions? Yes! Yes. No, I don't care about their human rights! Yes. do you want your pudding? Yes. Well, then... Afford the members of the royal family the basic human right to determine how they live their life, particularly if it involves reducing their burden on the taxpayer. Okay? Good boy. What's for pudding? Chocolate pudding. Yay! Only this one's raw and macrobiotic, made with dates, cashews, <laughs> and carrots. I want sandwiches and triangles! I want Morris Stanton's! I want a George's Day! I want Leave to Be Leave! I want Jeremy Clarkson and Tom Gear! I want Jumpers for Goldpoints! I want Racist P- Graffiti! Piers, I want to play Piers, Piers, without goggles! Bed! <laughs> a new responsible range of royal sweets from Meghan Markle and the son of Diana Spencer. Just desserts. Everything from millionaires, shortbreads to uh, something else. Didn't really have time to fresh out the sketch much. 
and presenting the inverted chocolate fondant, where instead of a melting centre, there's something very hard at its heart. Also featuring the Queen of Puddings. That's Her Majesty herself, who raised a meddlesome, arrogant twit of a son as an heir and a man who feels huge loyalty to paedophiles. This is not just desserts. This is Markle's and Spencer's Just Desserts. Just reverse engineering this sketch from the last line, to be honest. Bye. Bye-bye. Well done, you. Uh-huh. I'm saying that to myself. What is going on in my brain? It's uh, getting quite late. Yesterday, uh, we asked you what freak, misfit, nerd, and etc. Uh, would you like to see applying for a job with Domster the Comster? Dominic Cummings, uh, Yuri Geller, sent a 264-page application uh, by all accounts. When I say by all accounts, I mean in the Metro, what I read. So I was asking, uh, who would you like to see applying for a job? Uh, we've had some nice ones. Uh, Robert on Twitter suggested Zamo. <laughs> yeah, why not? And interestingly, on a similar on a similar line, Gurfy G R R F Y suggested Timothy Claypole. Uh, that's am I right in thinking that's Rent a Ghost? Wow, uh, I saw an interview with the director of Rent a Ghost once, and it was brilliant. He said, uh, he was great, he's this guy, and he said, I said to them, on the first day, I said, if I see a single one of you out there on the set acting, I will, I don't know what he said, uh, but uh, he hated the idea of them acting. He was like, get on, get your lines out as fast as you can and get off. Which I thought, it's a great rule of thumb for acting, isn't it? Uh, John Dowie said that for, as an education advisor, he'd, he'd like Paul Gadd. Okay, thanks very much for that. And Small Brainfield said uh, off the top of my head and then posted four pictures. And the only two I could recognise was uh, one of them monkeys, what they sent up to space. I think it's a Russian monkey and uh, the guy off of Wicker Man. Uh, It's not Vincent Price, is it? It's the other one, Thingamy Lee. Is it? No, I don't know. Whatever, that one. Very good. Thank you very much indeed for those. Uh, A few more came in on the Twitter Jem uh, suggested uh, Mr. Tickle as uh, Equalities Minister. <laughs> uh, I don't know what SPAD means. Oh, man. I should have Googled that. Mr. Muddle, senior civil servant in charge of the department formerly known as Brexit, but we can't call that anymore. And Little Miss Stubborn in charge of the Home Office Hostile Environment. <laughs> well, I think you've, yeah, you've pretty much, pretty much got those. Uh, he said uh, that uh, Rachel... Uh, I believe his his present wife had a couple of ideas uh, with Giles Brandreth at uh, number one. Thanks to his parliamentary prowess, I need to have a word. Yeah, you need to have a word, mate. You need to have a word there, mate. Uh, let's do that fun moment. It was, it's sort of like pulling up my lobster pot. It's the uh, vegan equivalent where I checked my inbox for the first time uh, since yesterday. Oh, and two emails. So exciting. It's not today at swanburst.com if you want to make me go, oh, tomorrow. And uh, Hedy has been in touch. Hello there. Uh, saying, uh, Dear Jake, I accidentally put Jaffa Cake Twitter into Google instead of Jake Yap Twitter. Happens a lot. And I discovered Jaffa Cakes have their own Twitter site. It says ominously, We've been waiting for you to find us. Oh, weird. You see, it's for weirdos. Apropos of nothing, it continues. 
If you need any help from us over the holidays, please call the following number. I did need help over Christmas, but I was too scared to call them, says Hedy. Weirdly, the rest of the Twitter content seems to be about really buff men without T-shirts, discussing Jaffa Cakes and a talking goat. Everything I've just said is true. I wish it wasn't. Someone is doing this as a job. Love, Hedy. Thanks very much, Hedy, for the heads up on that. That's awesome. Anyway, Matt's emailed another one of his missives, so sit back and relax. Uh, He says, good morning, Jake. I trust this finds you in the rudest of health. Well, pretty rude. Uh, I mentioned in the previous email I had several pivotal moments in my life that have shaped me into the idiot that writes you on a basis regular enough to constitute harassment. (laughs) What follows? It's solicited harassment. I don't even know if that's possible. What follows is also true. Is it... No, I think this one might be. It was the early summer of 89. I was 15 years of age, as opposed to of height, and I had a part-time job every Saturday afternoon working at the local nursing home. <laughs> I don't want to know. Do I want to? I do want to know. Interestingly enough, the house itself was one of Florence Nightingales, who lived in the village for some time. I'd finished practising with my band. Oh, you had a band, Matt! Uh, at around lunchtime, and bound gleefully up to my place of work. The Saturday in question, I was greeted at the door by the owner, who smiled at me and said, Matt, you're not going to work today. You're going to come for a walk with me. Oh, man. I was a little taken aback, not clearly understanding what was going on, but, you know, in for a penny and all that. (laughs) My boss set us out across the fields, through woods and across streams, telling me about the flora and fauna kicking about the place. He was a very knowledgeable chap, and I was quite enjoying this unusual distraction from working in the kitchen under Sweary Phil. Ah, Sweary Phil, he was the worst. And then he said this to me. Matt, the reason we've come on this walk is as follows. At the moment, when you're coming to work, your colleagues are all thinking, Oh God, Matt's coming into work today, because you're loud, full of apparently boundless energy, you've a smart mouth, and you don't focus enough. Now... I don't think you're that type of chap. I think you're the type of chap who wants people to think, Brilliant! Matt's coming into work today. Am I right? Yes, I said, a bit upset about the thought of this. Of course. So, who's responsible for changing how people think of you? He asked. Um, me? I knew this was the answer, but was still a little wobbly. I suppose understandably. I would say entirely understandably. What an awful thing to have happen to you. Yeah, you are, my boss said. Now, I can see this has upset you a bit, so go home. I'll still pay you for today. Have a think about the person you want to be, and come back next week and be that person. Good lad. And with that, we strolled back, continuing to chat about my school life and the band and all of that. I went home and thought quite seriously about what he had said. The following Friday, my boss had a heart attack and passed away. (laughs) Oh, my God! I was never able to show him how his advice and kindness had affected me in such a, I hope, of course, positive way. This, too, has shaped who I am today, and I try to pass this experience on to others where I can and where it doesn't sound or appear contrived or pithy. I appreciate there's nothing remotely amusing about this story. Oh, I don't know. But feel that it's something you might appreciate on a personal level, if not publicly. Oh, no, no, this is all coming out, mate. Anywho, there you go. Love the show, Steve. Have a lovely day. Thanks very much, Matt. Matt, I feel like you, you've had some major drubbings in your formative years. It, it must have just put you on your heels for... Oh, poor. You okay, hun? 
You okay? It's time for us to ask today's question. And uh, there's a story today in the Metro because it's just tip top for spurious stories. Uh, a picture of Beyonce sipping a martini somewhere. And uh, people have speculated that since she's moved on from Lemonade, which was the title of her last album, of course, uh, that this means she's probably going to be singing the theme tune to the next Bond movie. That'll be the EGOT for her. What's that? Emmy, Grammy, Oscar Tony. Uh, that's my call sign on CB radio. No, it's not me. I talking about it. anyway. I thought, what, what are you, what are you drinking at the moment, and uh, what does it say about you? I've recently discovered the joy of pouring alcohol into morning coffee. <laughs> I mean, not, not every day. I'm not. It was like a Christmassy thing uh, in terms of what it says about me. Uh, you know, an amber, amber light. Anyway. Uh, what are you? What are, what are you drinking at the moment? What are, what are you? Uh, dr- it doesn't have to be alcohol. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, uh, what, are, what are you drinking at the moment? And uh, what does it say about you? And uh, you can tweet me. It's uh, at nottodaypod on Twitter, or you can email. It's uh, nottoday at swanburst dot com. Uh, if you have a protracted story about drinking something and what happened, I would love to know. Tell me that, but in the meantime, what are you, what are you drinking at the moment, guys? Uh, that's it for today and for this week. It's Friday, good lord! Uh, I will be back on Monday. I do hope you'll join me then. In the meantime, over the weekend, why not listen back to any episodes you missed out on? Uh, because I do need to keep the numbers up. It makes it, I'm I'm so close to this actually becoming something that could actually, you know what I mean? Uh, so if you could encourage other people to download this, they don't have to listen. Just get them to download it. <laughs> Uh, that would be great have a wonderful weekend we're nearly there and see you on Monday take care lots of love bye oh. hello grandma where are you oh, I'm in London with Megan no she's she's gone to Canada right we ought to talk yeah no absolutely I'll come I'll come over thank you um are you all right? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. It's going to be a bumpy ride, you know? Yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, we're ready for that. You know, I do understand. Thanks. It's not as if we haven't all thought about chucking in this stupid rigmarole. <laughs> yeah. We do have to make it work. Can I ask a question? Yes. Why? We're here to preserve the illusion that everything is in order and that there are some people at the top of society who know what they're doing. People like that. Take that illusion away and you have anarchy. Society falls apart. Yeah. Even Cuba had Castro. The most revolutionary society still had to have someone at the top that everyone could believe in. We're that. Right. No one is going to thank you for showing them there could be a different way. Okay. But we'll make it work. One always does. Thanks. And ignore that, Piers. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.